News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. For Health, Stephen Donnelly is going to uh, seek government approval later today for a new public-only consultant contract. It would seem a deal has finally been done after many years of negotiation. Uh, the salary on offer reportedly ranges from uh, just under €210,000 to just over €250,000. It'll be offered to all new entrants and existing contract holders can also uh, sign up, although it'll be interesting to see how many of those actually do that. Uh, we're, for more on this, we're joined by Anthony Staines, Professor of Health Systems at the School of Nursing and Human Sciences in DCU. Uh, Anthony, how major a development is this, particularly in terms of the rollout of Slauncher Care? I think it's a step forward. The, the question, I guess, is where does this land with moving to a single-tier health service? Because one of the unique features of our system, unlike most other systems in Europe, is that we've got this very strong distinction between private health care and public health care. And tackling that has proven so far beyond the ability of the state that this may, this may be an attractive contract to some existing postholders, but I think if you have a large private practice, it might not be so attractive at all. And from a hospital's point of view, the, the hospitals gain significant income from uh, private patient care. Now, what, where does that income go? Because of the way hospital accounting systems work, it's often quite difficult to figure out you know, how profitable private patient care is for the public hospitals. But it certainly makes a contribution, a significant contribution to their income flow. And that's, that's a really practical issue for the government to address. Uh, the, uh, the, the the contract on offer uh, consultants would be rostered for six days a week so they'd have to work Saturday, some Saturdays and core working hours between 8am and 10pm that seems like a, quite a positive move because one of the long uh, long, long held criticisms of the health service here is it, it's kind of 9 to 5 Monday to Friday I think there's some positive features in it for example there's, uh, there's overtime pay for consultants were called in for the first time, which reflects the fact that some of my consultant colleagues really get called in very frequently, whereas others of us hardly you know, ever get, get disturbed at night. And there's also money for professional development, which is, you know, of, uh, is a really a no-brainer from a practical point of view, but it hasn't been there in the past. So it, may, it makes the positions more attractive. And it says to potential new consultants, you know, the Irish government takes you seriously and will continue to invest. Now, we've, we've invested substantially sometimes in training, but it will continue to invest in your future career development, and that's immensely positive. Uh, now, you made the point that a lot of people, would, uh, a lot of consultants with big private practice aren't going to take this contract because it is public uh, only. In 15 years' time, do you think most consultants will be on this contract, or is that wishful thinking? I, I honestly don't know. I don't know how it's going to work out in practice. I think what has to be done is, I think at the moment we are heading briskly to an American model of healthcare, where if you have insurance, there's good access to excellent quality private healthcare. Now, we still have fair access to excellent quality public healthcare, but in the US without insurance or with limited insurance, you've limited access to relatively poor uh, public health care, very stretched, very underfunded public health care. That's, 
that has been the direction of travel over the last 20 years. So if it's going to be changed back to a more European model, where maybe the private providers have a role, because that's common across Europe, but it's a a role for everyone, whether you have private insurance or not. You still get treated in the, pri- in the private providers and the public providers, and it doesn't really matter very much okay. from a practical point of view. That's the direction we should be traveling in, and I think this could be a strong step towards it. But we have to make the health service attractive to doctors, and I, I think this will, will help with that. All right. But we also have to make it attractive to other staff grades. Yeah, and, and um, just before I let you go, um, I, I do want to ask you the the, the uh, ministers are also expected to sign off on the creation of new five or five new surgical hubs across the country to deal with a backlog of uh, planned operations. Uh, is this a good move by the government? I think it's a good move, and it's been shown to work in Tala and Beaumont, who both have similar operations in place right now. There are practical issues about again about staffing. Uh, does it fit, is there money going into wider community care? Because it's, it's the wider community care issues drive the queues in the emergency departments, in the ambulances, in the hospitals themselves. And are, are we actually going to do something about digital health care? Because that's a real way to unlock productivity in healthcare. Okay. And we are decades behind. Many of our projects are actually... 10 years behind schedule Anthony Anthony Staines uh, thank you indeed uh, for talking to us this morning Professor of Health Systems at the School of Nursing and Human Sciences in DCU by the way if you're interested those hubs will be set up in Dublin Limerick Galway Cork and Waterford within the next 12 to 18 months either by retrofit or modular build News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.